Hey, Mom! feels like it should be a Friday, but it's only a Wednesday. Well, technically, it's Thursday for me. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. Lucky you. That's exciting for you. Is my microphone okay? Yeah, I was just turning it up a little bit. Oh, okay. So Christopher and I are coming to you from an undisclosed location. Yeah, the feds We're being are top us. secret right now. They right? didn't like our episode on eels. We gave away too much. Now the feds are after us. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Okay, so story time. Story time. Are you ready for story time? Mm-hmm. I'm going to complain about Dunkin' Donuts right now. Oh, no. Can I complain about Dunkin' Donuts right now? Sure, why not? Okay, where's While my you cup? sit next to a Dunkin' cup? Uh, well, yeah, I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts this morning for my coffee and my bagel. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, let me show you my order, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I, I did this on purpose, because the last time I did the same order, they did the same thing to me. So I ordered my coffee, mm-hmm. my iced coffee, and my bagel. And I did a cinnamon raisin bagel with butter, but let me show you this. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. It's coming. So read the add-ons. Butter packets on the side. Butter packets on the side. They put the butter on it for you? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know why I put it on the side? Mm Mm-mm. Because what happens is I don't eat my bagel right away. Because uh, usually when I'm coming here uh, or going to school or mm. doing whatever you know it is that I'm doing, I don't have time to eat right away. Right. And so I don't want butter on it. Because what happens when they put butter on it? It just soaks into it. It soaks into the bagel, it's which is soggy. fine. Yeah, for a little that bit. That part I don't mind as much especially since it's a cinnamon raisin because i feel like that just kind of adds to the flavor of the cinnamon raisin but what i don't like is that the bag Mm. gets nasty Mm. and like uh greasy Mm. greasy that's the great word because then you put it on your seat in your car Mm. and then your seat's getting greasy Mm. like how is that appropriate so i was going to ask them this morning why is the butter on my bagel and not on the side when I clearly ordered it on the side? And that's why. Look at the receipt. It just says butter. It just says butter. It doesn't say. So why? So here's a question for you, Dunkin' Donuts. Anybody who listens, who works for Dunkin' Donuts, here's a question. Why is it on my app I can order it butter on the side but when it prints the receipt it doesn't say butter on the side it just says butter it just says butter do you see what i'm saying here's my dilemma Mm -hmm. because i don't want butter on the bagel sounds like they have a software issue sounds like so anybody out there from dunkin donuts can you please fix this issue yeah you better get that straightened out please because I don't want butter on the side. I don't want to have to carry butter in my little mini fridge over here. Because what if I didn't have a mini fridge? Right. Right? Well, what if someone wants their cream cheese on the side? I mean, it's not unheard of. It's not. Mm-mm. We can't just get to our bagel right away. Mm-mm. I need time. Mm-hmm. See, look at the bag. It it's it's all like greasy now. What about the bottom? The bottom. Look, the bottom's getting greasy. Mm. That's my beef today. Dang. It's not Walmart. Duncan. We gave Walmart a break. It's Duncan today. Yeah, Walmart gave me my money back, so. I'm happy right about that. I'm happy to hear that. They're all right with me now. That's good. Yeah. They still continue to disappoint me when it comes to my ordering. Like mobile or. Uh, my mobile ordering. Yeah. yeah, I feel like whoever does all the shopping finds the worst produce 
So they can get rid of it? They just grab it. They don't look through it. They just pick up no, the No, I think they, they look through it and find the worst. Dang. <laughs> because it's consistent. And Walmart doesn't have bad produce. Well, I don't know. Or do they? You know, we bought some cucumbers and some oranges and some other stuff from that little market yeah the, the neighborhood market the neighborhood market and i think we must have been early last week i didn't slice any of it up until last night and it was so fresh i hate you for that it was ridiculous it was crazy <laughs> because i bought sliced apples yeah you know in the container mm -hmm. uh, because i have the caramel to dip it in half of it or more was like freezer burned or nasty i had to throw it away if they're pre-sliced they're gonna go bad faster but i just bought it yeah. i mean it was like the same day oh that's not good that's what i'm saying i feel like they go and they look for the worst produce to give to these people to who are ordering off. for mobile yeah. orders just to get it off their shelves that's that's my conspiracy theory right there i i buy into that I'd buy into that. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do you have for me today? Man, I have been on a bit of a bonobo kick. A what kick? Bonobo kick. What is a bonobo? A bonobo? What is that? Oh, no, you don't know the bonobo? No, I don't know the bonobo. It's I've a, never even heard of a bonobo. It's a type of chimpanzee. What? Yes, a bonobo. And so you know how they say I like chimpanzees. Genetically our closest relatives are the apes. Yeah. What well, out of the apes, the bonobos are the closest to us. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they share like we share like 98.8% DNA or something like that. Really? Bonobos are something else. The first time... So are we. We are. <laughs> the first time, what, what put me on this bonobo kick, though, was I was watching this documentary, or maybe it was just YouTube, I don't know, of this place in Japan where they, it's like this giant dome, and inside is a bonobo and chimpanzee enclosure. Okay. So it's like uh, got trees and stuff. A big jungle gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In there for them. On the walls, they could go through little doorways... That'll lead them into like a little room, mm -hmm. an observation room, and there'll just be a screen on the wall. And they'll go in there and they'll hit the button and the screen will turn on and it'll have little white squares with numbers in them, with a number in them. And they'll be randomly sprayed out across the screen, right? Okay. And it'll show them this for a split second. And then the numbers will disappear. The squares will stay, but the numbers will disappear. But they'll always be in different spots every time, right? Okay. So they'll walk in, hit the button. It'll show it to them for like a split second, and then mm -hmm. it'll disappear just the boxes. And then they'll go boop, 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 and they hit just this fast. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and it's all mixed up. It'll show it to them for a second, and then they'll hit them all in numerical order. Just bam, 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 just like that. It is insane. Their ability for their eyes to, to look at it. And catch all that. And their brains it, to catch it all. Remember it in literally a split second. No way. They out, they blow humans out of the water within this test every single time. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could do that. It's, it's insane to watch. So it sent me on this bonobo kick. So I was like, oh, I got to learn about these bonobos. What's up with these bonobos? They use tools. They teach their, their their young to use tools. I think, you remember I was Like, what them, kind of tools? What are you talking about with tools? Uh, like, just to do stuff. Like, I don't like a... Like, like it's to, not like a... Like a tool? Like, yeah, well, they mean it more, like, not in the sense that we go, like, I've made this hammer. This hammer is specifically for hammering nails. Okay. They'll be in a situation and be like, so I'm trying MacGyver to do this. So they MacGyver a situation. This, and they'll MacGyver a tool. Oh. To help them in that situation so here's the question is macgyver as smart as the bonobos or are bonobos as smart as macgyver i think macgyver would be in a pretty decent amount smarter than the bonobos okay 
I would think. You would think so? Yeah. Okay. But I've, the one thing that they did get right, at least I feel, yeah. is that all of their societies are matriarchal. Really? Mm-hmm. The females run, even though the males are bigger and stronger. Yeah, of course. The females run the show. Nice. And I like all these the females, <laughs> All the females kind of work together and form like a sisterhood. Okay. And they're in charge. And they solve all problems. The, one of the biggest difference between them and chimpanzees yeah. is chimpanzees are not matriarchal. They're patriarchal. patriarchal. Yeah. And so testosterone kind of aggressive. Roost. Yes. Bonobos are matriarchal and they do not fight. They get in disagreements. Even the males. Males and females. They'll get in disagreements, but none of them fight. They they solve all of their problems, funnily enough, through, how you say, intercourse. Oh. Regardless of who's involved in the... So they're also not faithful. That's not a term that they use. Yeah, obviously. You have to already have the preset that you're not supposed to do that to be able to call not doing that unfaithful. No, I know that. But like like geese, the Canadian geese, they, oh, yeah. mate, they have one mate for life. No, bonobos don't do that. Okay, so that's like where I was taking mm-hmm. that from. And so. the females, whenever they reach sexual maturity, they'll leave that group to prevent inbreeding go to a completely different group and have oh, babies. But okay. the males take no part in the raising of the young. It's really just the females. So they're very hands-off. The males are, yeah. Females okay. are very hands-on. I find that very interesting because when you were talking about how the females solve all the problems mm-hmm. and that there's no fighting, mm-hmm. the real housewives, there's always fighting. There is. And the men are the ones that are sane. The Relative women, to those people on the TV. Basically, yes. The men are sitting back going, you know, shooting the breeze, going, why can't our wives get along? Why can't <laughs> the women just get along? We just sit back, have a beer, and we're great, you know? That's their mentality. Mm. Where the women are always doing all the fighting. I know why they can't get along. Why? Because their producers explicitly forbid it. <laughs> lest the show get canceled. Probably. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But why can't they take on this bonobo mentality? Man, I'm, I need this. I need it too. I, Although but, it might not make for good television, but... I don't know, man. I could. I you mean, think? They're, they're crazy. I don't know. I would watch bonobo TV. Yeah, but like, what would you be watching? I don't know. Just harmonious living. Where do you get to see that on TV? You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. What was the... There was a show that they did years ago. I want to call Utopia. Do you remember that show? I remember. I don't think I ever watched it. I did watch it. And it started off with the idea that people would live in a harmonious mm-hmm. environment. Everybody would get along and everybody would um, accept one another. And that was the whole premise for this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this whole bonobo thing. I was just reading about some billionaire. I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him. But he wants to build a city somewhere somewhere in the US I think like maybe out in like the deserty type area like Arizona New Mexico like Nevada somewhere out there okay he wants to build a city that would be independent from the United States basically be its own country how can you do that it's possible is it yeah it wouldn't be easy but it's possible Okay, but doesn't the U.S. own, like, all of the United States? Yeah, you'd have to get the United States permission to to say, like, we'll give you this land. It is no longer a part of the United States. Or unless they happen to find, I think... Reservation land? Yeah, or if there's some type of... I've read about some people will buy a plot of land, and then they'll find out that somehow through some ridiculous 
hilarious mistake. Technically, this little square acreage that they own was never officially included in the United States. Like, how is that possible? It's because, because state lines borders change are and, fake. They yeah. don't exist. Right. Okay. And if they didn't write it down on a piece of paper, then wow, they go, "Oops." Can I have like a piece of land isn't... like that? Right. <laughs> right. So this guy he wants, wants to, to build a utopia. Build a utopia. Yeah, have his own currency. Have. Oh, his own currency as All well? All of it, yeah. Well, that means, well, that means it would be hard to interact with the surrounding country. It would. Because if he has his own currency, you know. And you have to have exchange rates. You have and to have that. exchange rates. And he has to have know. like a whole treasury and everything. I don't, I don't know what he's planning on. Maybe, I don't know if he's planning on exporting anything. I don't know how they're going to make money, but yeah, he wants to build Utopian. Apparently, let me see if I can find it. Do you think, do you know, like, what the requirements are for living in this Utopian world of his? By the way, back to the Utopia show. Mm-hmm. People did not live harmoniously. Yeah, well, it's people. And let me tell you, the show got canceled. I don't even remember if the whole season finished out I don't know if it's because people didn't care to watch it or what was going on I just don't know yeah it would be called Telosa Telosa? it would be a 400 billion dollar city of the future city doesn't exist yet interesting architects are proposing a 150,000 acre project scouting the American Southwest so they really are yep like looking into this. They're predicting the first residents can move in by 2030 and what? will eventually house 5 million people. Avant-garde architecture, drought resistance, minimal environmental impact, communal resources. So what are the requirements for living in this What is it called? Tolo- Telosa. Telosin. Telosa. Telosa. Um, you don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there is one. I mean, is okay. Or maybe they haven't gotten to that part. That I mean, because that makes my it makes me wonder why even create this if you're not gonna have. Oh, that's right. He has this. He has this tax policy that the people are talking about. Oh. Where? Oh. What? I'm trying to find it because I remember reading about how they, they explained his. So what is his government going to be like? Because he has to have a type of government. Yep. Oh, see, I should have read more about this, not the bonobos. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we can make this for the next time. Maybe. I might have to take some notes because I remember I read about his tax plan and I was like interesting don't fully understand it but interesting okay so maybe this will be our next discussion maybe all right so back to the bonobos i know we kind of went off on a tangent but i feel like it's all kind of related so i told you sunday (laughs) that makes me think about what my preacher said sunday morning Hmm. he was talking about wisdom Mm -hmm. and how the bible refers to wisdom as a she Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you got that one right. So, I think so. And how foolishness is always related as a he. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Almost like how every war ever that has ever happened was started by men. Oh, imagine that. Mm. Not females. Mm-mm. Not women. Mm-mm. Because women are smarter than that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always said I would never want a woman president because, you know that time of the month or whatever because i mean let's be real when women are on their cycle yeah they can get a little aggressive they can they can get a little nasty men don't have to be on a cycle to do any of that exactly they just do it they just do it mm-hmm. out of the ice coldness <laughs> of their little hearts <laughs> that's funny yeah. so maybe i've changed my mind on that now i would much prefer a woman to be in charge would you? 
Really? Oh, yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I feel like women tend to be more maternal. Mo- well, most, well, yeah, most women. Yeah, most yeah. women. And, I don't know, they're just... I would trust a woman to take care of us more than I would trust a man. Yeah. Partly because men have kind of proven themselves not to be able to you know, really be up to the, the job. The job. Every once in a while, there's someone who you're like, okay. I think the whole, like, protective thing that men like to carry with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that as a man, you want to protect your wife and mm-hmm. you want to protect your family. And you look out and, you know, you have that. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's why a man being in that position seems like a good idea. It's also why we end up in wars all the time. Exactly. Women want to nurture. That is Men true. Men want to protect. So I wonder if... I think we need some nurturing right now. We don't need protection. Let me ask you this question. This is going to be a little bit of a sensitive topic. Can I do this? Sure. Do you think slavery would have been a thing in the United States if a woman had been president? When the country started? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, but of course, back then, women had no rights. Right. At all. I guess if that was... Literally, the only thing that was different was that. I mean, we'd still have plantations. We'd I still think have slavery would still be a thing because it was already everywhere. It wasn't other countries. We came before people came over to the United States and you know started settling over here. Yeah, it was already everywhere. So I feel like. But I wonder how women felt about it back then. I mean, I think it became sort of a way of life. Yeah. I feel like I've always assumed women probably looked at it the same way. As men? In a roundabout way, you know. Maybe a little differently. I could see how maybe, like, some some women felt the oppression that they were under, but then maybe looked over and saw how much worse the oppression was on African-Americans. Yeah. And probably went one of two ways. Either one, it made them feel better, and they enjoyed it, and they probably doubled down on it because... Oh, I didn't think about it like that. Then it kind of made... them feel gave better. Gave them a little more power back. Yeah. And, or, you know, they go like, if you have empathy, then you go like, oh, I only feel it this much. They're feeling it this much. Right. That doesn't sound good. You know? I don't know. Everybody's different. Even back then, but... I mean, there was that lady in Louisiana who had all them slaves, and she was probably one of the worst that what ever existed. What woman in Louisiana? I can't remember her name. She was... They, they Wait, had, she was a plantation owner? I don't think she owned a plantation, but she lived in New Orleans. How can she own slaves? What do you mean? What, like, when, when was this? Because back in the day when slaves were, you know, when people owned slaves... Mm-hmm. It was usually the men who owned them. I don't know. Because don't women know had no story rights. Was. She, was, she was portrayed... Did you watch American Horror Story Coven with the witches in New Orleans? I did. It was a... But that was been a while. Do you remember the lady who was from the movie? She tied that rider up, broke his ankles. She's oh, in... Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yeah, yeah. She played that character in oh, Coven. Okay. That was a real have to woman. go back and watch that. She was some wealthy from, I don't know if her husband was wealthy or she was wealthy, I don't know. Okay. But she had a bunch of slaves, and she had, like, this dungeon room that she would just do the most... Awful? Awful things. Oh. I mean, like, psycho. So that tells me sometimes it's not best for women to be in charge. No, it all depends on the person, (laughs) but I feel like our odds are better. With with women? I like my odds better. You like your odds better. Because it's been men every single time so far. Yeah. And how many times have we had a president where just the whole four years was just like, hey, good job. Well done. Like, no complaints from anybody. Never. 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 But I think that's not because it's men. I think it's because people have opinions. Well, yeah. And they feel like they could do a better job. I mean, yeah, there's always going to be those people. I mean, if a woman were in, I think they would do the same. And they would find... A lot of reason to not like her in that position because one she's a woman Mm -hmm. I mean I know people people who are close to us who 
have no respect for women whatsoever. They get upset that women are preaching, let alone exactly. leading the country. Like, women shouldn't be able to preach at all. Mm. Okay, so I have a question for you. Hmm. If you could create your own utopia, mm-hmm. what would it look like? Hmm. I don't know. That, that's a hard one. I know. I. Mm. I know that I've always valued equity over equality more. So I feel like it would be more of like an equity-based right society. Yeah. Rather than an equality-based one. Okay. But a. I mean. So to what does that mean to you? What would that look like in your utopia? That it's not necessarily that like everybody gets the same thing. It's that your needs are met based off of what your needs are. Everybody's needs are different. Right. You know, like you can't just give everybody a piece of fish and a glass of tea and go like boom, everybody's fed. You know, some people are allergic to are fish. Allergic to fish, or are diabetic, can't have the sugar in the tea. Right. Or are Mormon and they can't have the the caffeine in the tea, or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody's everybody's different. Everybody has different needs, and you need to like. There, I always think of a picture where there's a wall, and on the other side of this wall. There's a baseball game, and there's three people of different varying heights mm-hmm. trying to see that ba- that baseball game. Mm-hmm. And equality would be to give everybody one box, because you have three boxes, give everybody one box to stand on, mm-hmm. when in reality, the tallest guy didn't even need a box. Mm-hmm. The middle guy only needed one box, and the short guy needed two. Right. That's equity. That's not equality. That's funny, because they use the same image mm-hmm. in most of our equity versus equality mm-hmm. discussions in the school system. That's the one I see the most. Is it? Yeah, and I feel like it's a good example. It is a good example. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I think that's... So you would give out boxes based on what people would need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're not okay with that, if you're the type of person that says, I don't need a box, but I want one anyways, then you're not welcome in my, in uh, my utopia. Okay. Because it's more of a take than a give and take. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or it's an ego thing, you know? Right. Like, you go in there, and you're like, yeah, I deserve one because they got one. Like, come on, man, chill out. I know. I'm tired of that mentality. Yeah. And we see it so often today. I know. Is, you know, Joe Schmo got this. Why didn't I get this? Mm-hmm. Well, Joe Schmo needed it more than you did, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I And don't then know. there are people who aren't able to get what they need and then there are people who have more than they need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think the opposite end of that also works is the same you know like obviously a, a community can't work unless everybody's chipping in mm-hmm. that's how taxes work right Right. and I think everyone should chip in what they can you know or what I was going to say, you need to be careful with the yeah. what they can because anybody can yeah. validate what they can and cannot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're making more money, you can contribute more than... In theory, yes. In, no, you can. Well, the thing is, people who can contribute more end up having a lifestyle that they have to pay for, mm-hmm. which in their mind means that they can't contribute more. Which goes back to whether or not you're equity or equal-minded. Exactly. So. I'm just. I don't foresee a lot of billionaires in my utopia, <laughs> but I see a lot of. Do you see a Donald Trump in your utopia? I sure hope not. <laughs> I see a lot of warm toes and full bellies, though, so. Well, I think that's an amazing image, though, that, like, that would be a cool. Yeah. I wonder if it's possible. I think it's possible. I mean... To see something like this come to fruition, you know? I don't know. I think we've got too much baggage as 
humanity. Yeah. Just has too much baggage to be able to. I mean, like, I hate to. I, I you know. Put a damper on it. I respect everybody's belief systems, but I feel like certain ones. Yeah. While technically they're not actively in the moment, every moment, causing damage to society. Mm-hmm. I think that the ripples that come off of what they do causes a lot of irreparable damage that you don't see until you're down the road and you can't see it till you turn back and look at it. It's true. You know. You know, I know you and I have very different viewpoints on certain topics. Mm-hmm. But I love that we are able to come together and have great discussion or respect for each other in the place that we happen to find ourselves in you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and even though we have such differing views Mm -hmm. you know but I will say that the older I get I don't want to say that my eyes are opened but I think I don't know how to word this properly um I know that my viewpoints have changed. You know, I've been told that people never change. Mm-hmm. That you are right. the absolute same in your core from, like, the day you're born. I don't know how that is supposed to work. And I, I kind of get the reasoning for that. You know, as a child, we kind of develop the things that we really, truly like in life. Like, I remember cooking I love cooking I love baking and I still like that to this day yeah you know what I mean so that hasn't changed that I really like that I don't I mean well you've always loved soccer not always you developed a love for it and it's developed as a a synonym for change (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could say that yeah I don't know you played soccer when you were a little boy I did but it didn't satisfy you did i pick that yeah you picked it i mean i played every sport to be honest growing up i played baseball well i tried i know you tried to play hockey but you played baseball you played soccer football man i remember you playing football i prayed every single time you were out on that field which was probably collective 10 minutes of that whole season both seasons (laughs) so you didn't have to pray that much i remember those days but I mean, so I kind of understand that particular idea when people say, you never really change. However, I know that I don't look at the world the same way I did when I was a teenager. Right. Well, obviously, because my world is very different from when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. That was the 80s. <laughs> yes, I'm a little bit older. But that was the 80s. Life was very different back then than it is today. And I feel like I feel like change is necessary for us to grow as people. Mm-hmm. Somebody once told me, because I they were talking to me about um, change. And I said something about how much I really enjoy change. I like changing my room around. I like doing this. I like that. I like change. I like switching things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was told that that's concerning. (laughs) (laughs) And that nobody should be in the mindset to need to change. And if you feel the need to change, then maybe you're running instead it's incredibly egotistical to think that I'm perfect the way I am and there's even the thought of changing is a sin against your yourself that's yeah. ridiculous I I was very taken aback by that because to me I thought that change was very healthy and it's gonna happen inevitably whether you want it to or not unless you're some people no it's impossible not to change I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from that other, from this other person. <laughs> oh no, I know. I feel like saying one that it's impossible to not change, no matter how much you want to, 
It's impossible. It's true. You are constantly taking in new stimuli every second of every day. And every new piece of stimuli is changing and rewiring the your, way, brain. your brain. Yeah. It is physically impossible to not change. I mean, especially physically, you want to talk about your cells are falling off all the time, <laughs> you're growing new ones, you get new hair. This is not the same skin I had what? when I lived when you birthed? in our house in Virginia. It's true. I'm changed. I'm different. This is a whole new Body. mass of cells that I'm in yeah. than I had before. Change is inevitable. It's one of the three uh, laws of thermodynamics is that entropy is constant it's never going to go away what is entropy, entropy is the, entropy is chaos <laughs> did you hear me whisper that what is entropy entropy is chaos it's disorder yeah the universe is going from ordered to disordered it's 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 inevitable you can't once you break an egg you can't unbreak it unbreak that egg i don't know Humpty Dumpties, and then put Humpty Dumpty back together again. No, they couldn't. <laughs> Nor all the horses. That is true. The men and the horses all gave it a shot, and they could not put Humpty Dumpty back together. Couldn't again. put him back together. It's I tried to change it. You did. <laughs> and I couldn't. Nope. See, there's where change is it not able to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're right. You got me there. I got you there. Yeah. No, I get it. Um, no, I've always been of the mindset that change is healthy and change is um, necessary to mm -hmm. grow as a person. Yeah. I don't want to be... I feel like when you don't change, you're stagnant. Yeah. And we know what stagnant water ends up looking like and mm -hmm. smelling like and feeling like. And it's gross and it's nasty. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I never wanted to be stagnant. Mm -hmm. So I was really surprised when this person, you'd probably be surprised to know who it was. Maybe, maybe not. Do you want me to guess? No, not okay. right now. Okay. I feel like I have a guess. I'm sure you do have a guess. But this... Wait, what was their point of view again? That they... That chain when you when you seek change or when you desire change oh, it's a change, red flag it's a red flag and that it is I got are they related to the person that holds the other view <laughs> that, that, that's a yes isn't it mm -hmm. do I need to answer that, that was quick question? <laughs> I mean it's interesting I'd like to hear what other people's thoughts are on this whole topic I just, I, I, I don't know, this is a weird one, because I'm feeling I know. that little feeling in my stomach where I'm like, I try to avoid that, because what I want to say is that, like, I would love to hear other people's views, but only because, to me, I'm like, if someone were to walk up and look me in the face and go, like, people don't change. Change is, first off, change is bad, and second off, you couldn't change even if you wanted to. I feel like the only thing I'd have left to say after that is like, have you ever had your brain checked? <laughs> I mean, that's a valid question. Something must be wrong with you. <laughs> but I mean, people are very staunch in this idea. And I hate going there. I know you do. But I don't like going there, but there's the thing certain things that just, I feel backed into that corner where I'm just like, I'm sorry, but I have no other choice right now but to feel like there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I get it. I do. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. How? How? How do you think that... It's like the foundation of our entire reality is change. I mean, our world changes daily. The Grand Canyon started out as a, as a crick as a stream. I love that you just used the word crick instead of creek. That's such a northern term. Did you know that? I remember because I remember Grandma Barbara always going, you want to go down to see the crick? And I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Dad used to say crick all the time. 
That's it's, funny. It boggles my mind. Yeah, I, no, I agree. And it boggled my mind when this one person said to me that it's a red flag, basically. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that they, so early on in life, have figured out that they are peak perfection. And, and that's a little scary when people think that way. Yeah, I mean, even if it were true, how sad and boring. Right? That's like, it. For the I rest of your life, you're just you've you've reached peak. Can you get worse? Can you can no, you get worse? Because that would require change. No, so you don't even have to work at it. Once you reach your peak, you have to do you don't have to do any more work because change is impossible. You can't revert back nor can you get better. Right. So you don't have to do anything. Just go sit and stare in a corner. <laughs> your purpose in life has been fulfilled. There's oh. there's no more reason to live. That's sad. That's right? really sad. I mean, I don't get it. I don't I'm either. Aggressive with it. You're not. Gonna, you're not getting aggressive with it. I just when people. You just have that feeling. When in people you. hold views that do not make sense to me, I feel like I just need to scream it at a wall until maybe <laughs> I can make sense of it or something. I don't I'm glad know. that we can agree on this particular topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. No, I, I mean it. it really bothered me when they told me this. And it made me, and I'm wondering if that's why I ended up kind of changing a little bit. Because then I was like, wait, because it made me, it made me look at myself and say, am I running from something? Am I, because there were a lot of changes going on. Your dad, me, Mm -hmm. things with, you know, our relationship and, um, you know, all of that. And so I always make it introspective mm-hmm. that's the person i am i look at okay well if they said this then am i really a bad person for accepting change am i really a bad person for wanting change like that's where it took me and see words are a weird thing yeah they're powerful because it, they're they're non-existent yet malleable into anything at the same time so someone could say like oh you're trying to change what are you running from and obviously that sentence in that structure we're all conditioned to receive a negative connotation from it Mm -hmm. but if you think about it yeah I mean in a sense sure you could put it that way when I'm working on myself I'm running from the bad version of myself the less perfected version of myself that I don't want to be anymore so yeah I am running yeah words are a weird thing sure you can say it that way and make it sound bad don't know why you would make that decision but sure yeah i'm running i'm running from the person i don't want to be anymore can i just tell you you are so much more wise at your age than i was at your age i don't know about that huh i don't know about that no you are your viewpoint because you were able to articulate a viewpoint like that mm-hmm. in my head i could say that but i was still so down on myself and not in a good place that i would not have been able to believe that for myself well yeah i mean i'm the same way it's just because i'm on the outside looking in you know people do the same for me i when i get in my moments i mean there's there's plenty of times that I think horrible things about myself that are ridiculously irrational. And my wife prides herself on letting everybody know that I'm the most rational person she's ever met. <laughs> she really does. Logical. I'm Spock. <laughs> she, you're In, Spock. Until I get anxiety. <laughs> then I'm Captain Kirk. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. No, but I just feel like... And this isn't the first time I've thought that. I feel as though you have so much more wisdom at this age Mm -hmm. than I did at this age, at your age. appreciate that. I mean, I have so much more wisdom, I feel, at my age than I did when I was your age. But I look at who you are today as a person to who I was mm-hmm. at your age as a person. I was I would not have been able to have a conversation like this mm-hmm. at all. 
I don't know. I don't know when it happened because I feel like there was definitely a time where I wouldn't have been able to either. I agree with that. And I don't know what flipped, when it flipped, or how it flipped, or this what is, made it flip. This is Florida, Chris. Maybe. I really think when we moved, that is what... Marvelous talks about this a lot, how moving from Virginia to Florida, while she misses the people, mm -hmm. you know, the family, the friends, the people that y'all love and care about there, she misses them. But being in Virginia was a safe space for her mm -hmm. and allowed her to continue in a role that she didn't want to really be in. Yeah. And then moving out of that safe space to Florida has opened her up. I mean, look at what she's done with her life now. It's look great. at what you're doing. I yeah. mean, it's impressive. It's, it's so cool. It wouldn't have happened in Virginia. I don't think this would have happened for me either. I think just getting outside of our comfort zone. I don't even know that we'd have to leave Virginia mm -hmm. per se. Or maybe we did to get away from the lifestyle. Not yeah. that the lifestyle was bad, but the comfort. The comforts, yeah. The safe you know, spaces. You do. You have to walk out of those safe spaces in order to open yourself up for something so much greater. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? Yeah. Alright, so what were these things called again that we originally started talking about? The bonobos? The bonobos. The bonobos. They're something else. They are something else. I don't know if I have much of I just know that they're super sm They're wicked smart. They're wicked Wicked smart. Wicked smart. They're wicked smart. Wicked smart. They've I got like a, how we thought about that at the same time. They handle their problems a lot better than we do. Uh, obviously. They allow the women to be in charge. Mm -hmm. I yep. think there's a lot of wisdom uh, uh, in that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Taking I, it back to what the Bible says about <laughs> wisdom in a her. I want to say that I also heard a story I want I, it may have been bonobos it was monkeys of some sort but it makes me feel like it was probably bonobos but they were in captivity with humans by the way they live they can live up to like 40 50 years really bonobos oh wow that's and, pretty good yeah that's a pretty good lifespan and they oh no 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 this was a different type of monkey that was on an island smaller more like a macaque not really more like a okay and what they would do is they would they would eat this fruit that was plentiful on the island but it was in the ocean this island is so that when they go to the beach and the, the water mm -hmm. it's salt water so they take this fruit and they go down to the salt water and they just toss it in the salt water to get the salt on the fruit fruit and it and amplify the flavor so they're seasoning so their they're food. they're seasoning their food. And then they'll go back and they're teaching their young. Watch this. Come over here. You see how it tastes? Put it in the water and taste it. No way. And they're teaching their young. And then there, there was another one that learned in captivity. This one was in captivity. This one might have been the bonobo. From watching humans how to cook his food. What? Over a fire. Really? He's cooking his food over a fire and then he went back after he learned how to do it he went back taught his kid and his wife or his mate mate yeah taught them and now they the the baby is grown up is now teaching its children wow how to cook their food i mean super basic level stuff like it's but not still. like over a stove or you know all this stuff but no. heating it up and making it more digestible are they learning how to make the fire? I, I want to say yes, but I don't. I don't think. I feel like it would have been a lot bigger of a deal if they could make the fire. Make the fire. Because that was like a turning point for humans. Uh, how to exactly. Start the fire. Right. Do you know what I'm seeing in my head? What? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Right. Yeah. I've been wanting to watch those movies again. I gotta look it up. Is it a bonobo? I don't know. Monkey learns how to cook over a fire. Cook. Food. And they're learning sign language. 
I feel like that's kind of a, I, I feel like, yeah, I can see that. I've heard that before. Yeah, Kanzi the chimpanzee can start fires and cook. And it's a bonobo? It's a chimpanzee, so it's close. Oh, oh yeah, Kanzi, okay. a male bonobo. Oh. He's okay, 31 then. years old, not only knows how to use tools, he knows how to start fires and fry himself a meal. What website is that? Where'd you get that? Daily News. Daily News. You can read it for yourself, folks. Yep. Kenzie the Bonobo. He enjoys roasting marshmallows over an open fire and <laughs> pan frying hamburgers. He pan fries hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Are we going to see him on the next oh, MasterChef? It was because they would show him this film, Quest for Fire which was about early man struggling to control fire. He watched it spellbound over and over hundreds of times. Oh, wow. And learned how to start and start fires and cook his food from watching a movie. This could be the next Gordon Ramsay show. Mm-hmm. Could be. Teaching animals how to cook. How to cook. That's a whole... That's that's insane amount of money right there that they're sitting on. Start a little restaurant. People would lose their minds to go get a, a, a hamburger cooked by a bonobo. I agree. I would. I mean, hello, Gordon Ramsay, if maybe. you're listening, we just gave you your next right. greatest idea. I mean, maybe not right now during a pandemic. Everyone's a little more germaphobic than they were before. I mean, but if I they know... Here's like... the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they know how to cook, they know how to clean. True. They can wash their hands. They can wash their hands they and won't know shower. Why. They don't know what they're doing, but just teach them how to do it. Exactly. <laughs> that would oh, be crazy. Man, that would a be a food truck. Cool we walk up to the window and there's a bonobo just <laughs> flipping you, burgers. Could you even imagine? <laughs> Dude, I think we just had the next best, coolest idea. Now we just need to get our hands on a bonobo. Yes. I think we could make millions on this. Yep. In the Quest for Fire movie. And we just told all seven of our listeners. Yep. Don't you steal this idea from us. <laughs> or if you do, invite us. Yeah, just give me, a, give me a little bit of money. Yeah, invite us in for a dinner. I don't know if you heard about it, but United States economy is in a little bit of a tough spot, so we could use some if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, we could. We really could. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that information today. Yeah, I thought I it was fun. I appreciate it. That is fun. And we've had kind of a cool discussion. I mean, we kind of went off on a tangent, but okay. not a tangent, but you know, kind of went off into left field. But mm -hmm. I think it's all relatable. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. Thank you. This has been fun. It has been. So, what are we doing next time? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, the Tulusa or something. Yes. Or whatever that Utopia was called, that billionaire guy. Yeah. It's his tax program. I got to look up his tax program. All right. It was interesting, whatever it was. I got to reread it. Yeah, so let's talk about that next time. Okay. All right. Sounds well, good. folks, we hope that you have a wonderful day. Yes, please. Week, mm -hmm. weekend, life, mm -hmm. all the above. I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, until next time, I suppose. Yeah. Until next time. Bye.